Hello, how you doing, Anchor family? This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Hey, I want to get your opinion on something. The AFC playoff picture is not completely played out. Like, it's not completely there. We don't actually know who's going to be in those final two spots in the AFC. Um, There are some contenders, and here are the contenders. Um, you can basically, some people are giving the Ravens a chance. Um, actually, it's, there's a 97% chance, according to um, CBSSports.com, that the Ravens will actually end up in at least the fifth spot. Um, that is their, um, that's their thought, that's their prediction based on um, the scenarios and based on the way that they've played this season. I mean, based on what's in front of them, they have a Cincinnati team who's playing extremely uninspired football right now. There's no... Uh, like, there's just none, no um, effort or anything being um, given from the Cincinnati Bengals. So the Ravens look to, to clinch the fifth spot, and that seems to be okay. Um, the sixth spot is still up for grabs. The Chargers are one of those teams that can absolutely grab that spot. They weren't able to take it um, away from the Chiefs, but they are able um, to, to kind of, you know, lock in on this sixth spot so they can possibly take that spot the bills are still in contention um they can do it they can actually move up to the fifth seed they can get there the bills are still in contention um they've been playing uh, somewhat spotty football um they they've been playing much better you know since being blown out earlier in the season um you know by by a saints team who just kind of ran through them with no uh, regard for their feelings or anything else right um However, this Bills Bills team they can they can do something. They they have a shot. They have Miami on the schedule. They can absolutely win that game. But even if they do win that game, they'll still need some help. The question is, do you think that they'll make it in the Titans? Um, there is some possible hope somewhere. Possibly, there's some hope for the Titans. Do you believe that they can get in? Do you believe that they're they're going to um, finish off the season and get a chance to to get into the big dance? Those are your choices right there. So let's let's review them again: the Ravens, the Chargers. Um, we also have the Bills and possibly very 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 um, not likely the Tennessee Titans. So it's up to you guys. What do you think? Let me know what you think. This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports signing up. Hey, this is Rick Smith here with Trackstar Sports. I'm coming to you this time talking about the NFC and, and wanting to get your opinion on the NFC and who will be the playoff participants. We already know that the Eagles are locked in, the Vikings are locked in, the Panthers, based on their win last week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are locked in, the Rams are locked in, and the New Orleans Saints are locked in. There are two teams vying for the final playoff position, and that is between the Falcons and the Seattle Seahawks. This is how this works. If the Falcons can beat the Panthers, bam, they're in. No questions asked. But if they lose and the Seahawks go in to beat the Arizona Cardinals, then they are in and the Falcons are out. And they'll have no chance at um, at revenge or no chance at, at being able to um, kind of reclaim their pride after losing, um, you know, after such a huge lead in the Super Bowl last year. And so, this is the scenario. The Falcons against the Panthers or the Seattle Seahawks versus the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Seattle, if the Falcons lose and Seattle loses, then the Falcons will still get in. Um, but let's just say the Arizona Cardinals don't present a scary challenge. 
And I believe that the Seattle Seahawks will do well in that contest. So the Seattle Seahawks can very possibly win that game. I believe they will. Now, we're looking at the Falcons versus the Panthers. Cam Newton suffered a little bit of an injury um, last week, and it's very possible that they could pull him early um, just to kind of save him for the playoffs. If they do, then will that influence the, the final um, score of that game? I truly believe it will. So the question is, do you believe that the um, Falcons can overcome the Panthers? If they can, then they'll be in. So that's the question. Who do you think gets into that sixth spot, the Falcons or the Seattle Seahawks? I can't wait to hear your opinion. This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. I'm out. Hello. How you doing, Anchor Family? This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Um, I am talking to you today about um, something that most fans start to think about this time of year. Now, um, the reason I'm going to address this is because we're towards the end of the season. And while we're towards the end of the season, some fans have already packed it up. You know your team is not going to the playoffs. They've been mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. And you are now looking into next season. You're wondering what is there out there for me. If you are um, a fan of the San Francisco 49ers, then this time of year... Um, presents nothing but hope. You've been able to acquire Jimmy Garoppolo. He has been on a tear for you guys. The San Francisco 49ers look like they're going to be a revitalized franchise going into um, into 2018. And so you're thinking, hey, is there are there any pieces, any strong pieces out there that'll kind of complete this complete turnaround that you've been able to see in the last few weeks with Jimmy Garoppolo as your lead quarterback? Um, outside of that, if you're another team, maybe you're a fan of the Browns and you're thinking, oh, God, yeah, there's nothing I can do. And, and, and honestly, that may be the case. You know what I mean? You're a Browns fan and you understand that. However, um, at the end of the day, there may be some players that are out there. So I'm going to talk about something that came out of ESPN of, maybe about a month ago, um, the top free agents entering into 2018. And so here are some of those top free agents. Now, here's the thing. There are some people who mo- most likely won't exchange, won't change teams at all. But I'm going to talk about a few who may change teams. Um, and we can kind of dive into that a little bit. So um, at the top of the list for them is Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins um, initially looked like he would be a lock to go to San Francisco. But now that they have Jimmy Garoppolo, that seems to be a job that is no longer available for Kirk Cousins. So the possibility of Kirk Cousins just kind of testing the market here um, just seems to be like like a huge one. It doesn't seem like he's happy with his relationship in Washington. I can see him testing the market. Um, Le'Veon Bell is another one, but I don't see Lev Bell leaving um, Pittsburgh at all. I just don't. And and you shouldn't think that you would see it either. I don't see Le'Veon Bell leaving um, leaving Pittsburgh. However, they do have James Conner, but you've seen James Conner. You know what's up. Le'Veon Bell is the best, and I don't see them losing him at all. Um, Drew Brees. Drew Brees, at the beginning of the season, would have been somebody who would have been out and, and available to everybody. However, um, based on what they've done this season and based on his relationship with Sean Payton, don't expect Drew Brees to test the market. Sam Bradford will test the market. I believe he should. They have Case Keenum now. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, who's another guy who's on this list. These are two quarterbacks who um, don't have a home and they're not comfortable in Minnesota. You don't know what's going to happen there. And so I see Sam Bradford and Teddy Bridgewater testing the market. And there'll be two mid-range, mediocre quarterbacks that'll be available um, to everybody. Remember, Sam Bradford enjoyed quite a great bit of success uh, when he first got to Minnesota. 
Jimmy Graham is a tight end who haven't lived up to expectations in Seattle. He will be testing the market. I believe he's um, 31. Um, and even though he's a little bit older, remember, tight ends have a long shelf life. And you can look and see what's going on with Ben Watson in, in um, Baltimore and even what's going on um, in Dallas, right, with their great tight end. You can see that consistently. They have... Um, the ability to last a little bit. Jimmy Graham, expect him to test the market. Um, Malcolm Butler, the cornerback who plays, he was a Super Bowl hero, if you don't remember. Super Bowl hero Malcolm Butler. Um, and last year, he was supposed to be going to the Saints. It was all kind of set up, and then it kind of fell through. He'll be able to test the market. Ezekiel Ansah, he is a, and I know when you hear Zeke, you're thinking Elliot, right? No. This is Zonsa. He is um, the defensive end for the Detroit Lions. He is a terror off the end. He will be available. Terrell Pryor Sr. He has he lit up the league last year when he was playing for the Browns. And now this year with the Washington Redskins, he's just having a really, really tough time gelling in that offense. He'll be available. Sammy Watkins will also be available. And you can see him kind of moving around. Sheldon Rankins, who made a, a late addition to the um, Seattle Seahawks, Seahawks defense, he will be available as well. Big names Jarvis Landry, Tyler Eifert, Vontae Davis. All of those guys will be available as well. And I believe each one of those guys will test the market for their own reason. Right? Um, a few notable names that was kind of left off that list is Jay Cutler. Um, he will be testing the market as well. Don Terry Poe, um, who's now a staple for the Falcons. And Kenny Vaccaro, who is on a season-ending IR. So all those guys will be available. Let's see if they make it to your squad. Talk to you soon. Hello. What's good, everybody? It's your man, The Voice, TriStar Sports, Denver Broncos correspondent, bringing you yet another special edition of the Mile High Salute. Why is it a special edition, you ask? Thank you for asking. It's because I have the TriStar Sports Kansas City Chiefs correspondent on the line, Mr. Will, don't call me Big Willie Style Smith. <laughs> what up, what up, go Chiefs <laughs> I, I was expecting you to hit, hit us with a Kansas City football Chiefs <laughs> Yeah, man, let's go, I'm excited uh, Yeah, you should be, you should be Well, uh, you did have your own segment yesterday And you shared about why you're excited But just in case the people didn't get a chance to hear that Why are you so excited? Well, it's the first time we finally going to get to see Patrick Mahomes on the field, man. And uh, I was calling for him to be to get a start, you know, when Alex Smith was going through that lull and we were having that losing skid. And, you know, finally Alex turned it around, but it's, it's going to be good to see our quarterback of the future and see how he does, man. I believe he definitely has that it factor, man. So get to see, finally see him play. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's going to be the battle of the first round drafts as Paxton Lynch will be starting his fourth game in his career for the Broncos on Sunday as well. Uh, difference is that Paxton will have all of his weapons and I don't believe that uh, that Patty Cakes will, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I believe you, you guys are sitting some people out for this game now I know it's, it's nice to get a look at uh, the possible quarterback of the future especially seeing as 
uh, you're going to be over the cap next year and you need to find out what you're going to do but help me with with understanding this from this perspective if I'm not mistaken and I very well could be which is why I'm asking if the Chiefs win on Sunday wouldn't that like give them a bye or or are they destined to play the first week of the playoffs regardless of the outcome on Sunday well, um, <clears throat> that's the reason they're starting um, Mahomes and the backups and they're, not, and they're resting their starters because we are locked into the fourth seed. So whether we win or lose, mm. it didn't make a difference. So okay. we're just resting the starters. So that's why Patrick Mahomes is getting his first start. Okay. All right. Well, that, that makes a whole heap of sense now on our side of things, though. The, it makes sense to start passing <laughs> as well. Um, and really, as I've stated over the past couple of weeks, this is the battle of the backups. Who's going to be not uh, Patrick Mahomes and Paxton Lynch, but between Paxton Lynch and uh, Brock Osweiler, who is going to lead uh, the team, the second team, really? You know, who, who's going to be the, the guy that the Broncos are going to fall back on? Uh, it's been a lot of talk about Kirk Cousins I've been talking about Andrew Luck I just it just seems like the right fit to me um, you know I should we go after someone in the first round uh, as far as the quarterback is concerned yeah maybe probably yeah. I, I would feel better if they uh, did get a proven commodity uh, mm. then to, to roll the dice uh, on the, the market but you know Hey, we'll see how that works out. Uh, either way it goes for the Broncos, this is to see who are we moving forward with in a backup role. Brock has shown his ability to win and lose. Yeah. Um, and one thing that kind of stood out from last week as I was reading through the different um, different articles and things out there is that Brock got really fired up last week. Mm -hmm. the team didn't respond to him being fired up whereas Paxton Lynch's nickname is Passion Lynch so <laughs> when he's yeah Passion Lynch because he's so passionate about the game and passionate about what he's doing and to have a nickname like that for people looking mm -hmm. also Demarius Thomas is about 108 yards away from his sixth consecutive uh, thousand yard season. Oh, okay. Um, so there are definitely, I mean, that all we have to, to play for is pride and doing something good for the team. And <laughs> those are two good things we can do for the team. Mm -hmm. So th that's why I'm interested in knowing defensively how the Chiefs are going to stand up because really over the season that's been their greatest area of opportunity hmm. and one of the things um, Paxton Lynch and Demaris Thomas they, they've got a good relationship Demaris hmm. has been like a big brother to Paxton hmm. and I'm getting all of this from uh, from I forget the name of the station, but I was listening to something else 
recently and they gave a lot of great information on this really good preparation for this call <laughs> but um you know because i'm not in denver you know i'm not able to be in the locker room to see how they interact with one another but uh, he's been like a big brother to paxton and uh, if passion lynch shows up which he needs to because really he's playing for his nfl career there's no way on god's green earth that he will ever start as a bronco outside of doing so in a backup position he had two years two years to yeah sorry about that i want to make sure that you got you you know i want to be a gracious host and make sure you had the last word so go ahead sir please please continue all right thanks for tuning in (laughs) go ahead man yeah i I don't know you heard me but i was talking about um i said um a good trade possible trade could be with cleveland because our ex-general manager is there john dorsey is at cleveland now so what, what good could come out of that unless you all got christian Kirksey? and if that happened oh that would be wonderful for um kansas city especially seeing as his family is here in st louis so going to those john home Dorsey's games family? is nothing no christian Kirksey. who is that christian Kirksey? Uh, he's probably their leading tackler. He was number three last year in tackles uh, in the NFL. And, yeah, in, no, in the NFL. And it's about number five this year. I know, does he play for, who does he play for? Yeah, he plays with Cleveland. Outside oh, okay. of him, I don't know of any anything good that could come out of a trade with Cleveland. Oh, well, what I'm talking about, like, you could do, uh, Cleveland has a whole lot of draft picks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're so, right. That that is true. They have yeah, yeah. So two first round draft picks within like the first five picks. Yeah, yeah. So we could get you know we get maybe one of the first. You know, I don't know if they want to give a first for Alex, but at least some you know a couple second round picks. You know, so. Well, it's, it's not like the quarterback they have is is no good. <laughs> it's just been hurt. Who Kaiser? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he got, got, he, he gonna take him maybe a, a, another year or two, you know. But I don't know if they, I don't know if they want to wait. The Cleveland fan base or the, the leadership wants to wait on Kaiser. I don't know, man. They might feel like he's not ready. I don't know. The, the fan base has been waiting ever since <laughs> Cleveland got another team maybe for them to do time. anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Hey, what about your boy? You can talk about your boy Charles. You know Jamal Charles, man. He's talking about he, he wants the Denver to let him go ahead and let him go. Like, let me go. Yeah, and I feel him. Um, I suspect that if that's gonna well, if it's gonna happen, it'll happen over the next twenty four hours. Because outside of that, if, if they go to game day, um, if he plays, then he can't play for anybody else. So I think the right thing to do would would be to let him go because. It's obvious that he's, you know, a good player, still has some ability, but our horse is, no pun intended, our horse is hitched to, um, or we, we've attached our hitch to um, to CJ Anderson because he's younger, he's getting the job done. Like I say, he's approaching a 1,000 yards this season, has been fairly consistent in the time he's been with us. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's time to move on home. Plus, there's some other rookies that haven't even gotten an opportunity uh, to get any looks. And we might get Saquon Barkley. So, yeah, it's time.
Oh yeah. Oh, y'all get him. That's okay. <laughs> That'd be a nice pickup. That'd be a nice little draft pick there, huh? Yeah. But I do. Well, and that, you know, that's the only thing I'm concerned about because if we win this game, we could drop back in the draft. That that's the only concern that I have uh, about this game. But again, you know, we'll see what happens. And like I said, we win. I will be talking mad noise, and you won't hear a peep out of me if we lose. That's yeah. my promise. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, I'll have to mess with you if we win. <laughs> All right. Well, I, 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 that's about the only time you get something out of me regarding that. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been a special edition of the Mile High Salute for Trackstar Sports. It's your man, The Voice, with the Kansas City Football Chiefs correspondent, Will Smith. And we're sounding off. Cheers. Mm-hmm. <laughs>